Hi, I'm Marianne Gramlich, and welcome to Make Your Message Right, the podcast where we embrace the power of R-I-G-H-T, respect, integrity, gratitude, hope, and transformation. Join me and inspiring guests as we share stories of failures and successes, reflecting on how living the five values can empower and influence others. So grab your favorite beverage and join in a journey of self-reflection and growth. Together, we'll explore the power of living the values of R-I-G-H-T, respect, integrity, gratitude, hope, and transformation, and how these five values can help you make your message right. Talk to my guest. It is Dr. Christine Van Horn, and she also has her own podcast called Timeless Truths. What is amazing that is Chris and I are so much alike in what we feel. And when you're talking about being right, you have the respect, you have the integrity, gratitude, hope, transformation. And I think by listening to Dr. Chris, that you will find out so many wonderful things. And be sure to visit her website. It's drchris.co. It's a wonderful website. I've been there recently and fun things. And she has some videos that are for free that you can just sign up for. I found it also ironic, going back a little further, that both of our dads served in World War II. Mm -hmm. And I was just curious, before we really get rolling here, which theater was your dad in? My dad was in the Pacific. He was based in the Aleutian Islands, and he never saw action, but he was there through the cold and protecting the harbors uh, from any invasions. Well, I'm sure my dad appreciated him. My dad, right before they bombed Pearl Harbor, he was supposed to be there. And he was, their ship went dead in the water. So they were one day late. I'm very thankful for that. But I just, I thought that was, maybe that's why we're so similar in the mind thought, because both of our dads grew up about the same time. But I really want to dive more into, right on the first thing on your website is you talk about rebuilding foundational values and just share some of the information on that that you found and and what you propose and it actually goes back to my dad um growing up and you will understand this growing up everything was very patriotic we had a love of the country and we had a love of values and everything was very um i guess value oriented you know, and, and I imagine you grew up that way as well. And that may be why we both have latched on to important values in our life today. So in the latter part of my dad's life, he actually lived with me for a while until he passed. And I learned so much from him. And when he passed a couple of years ago at age 95, I thought, I'm never going to hear these stories again. I am never going to know any more of the details about what it was like growing up in the Great Depression and serving in World War II. But he left me with a lot of information. And that really was a key foundation to what I am doing today, because I've looked at the values that I had growing up with my dad, and I've looked at society today, and I've seen a difference. 
And so that difference is what I am trying to address. And I think you are very like-minded in that. We, we see those values that should be core values in all of our lives, and they're just not there today like they were when we were growing up. I know my mom was a teacher and she started teaching when she was 17 in a one-room schoolhouse. And when she had all three of his kids, I was the youngest, she had to go back and become certified and get her bachelor's degree or she would no longer have a job. And what was interesting about that is, is how much just watching her and she was always working. I was as she got on and I became a little bit older, I was always balancing her grades because I was quicker on the tin key. But what struck me is, as with today, I don't feel that teachers give off as much respect as they could because my mom was never even allowed to wear pants. And we lived, we lived in the middle of the United States in Nebraska and those winters got really, really cold. <laughs> She was never allowed to wear pants. It was always dressed professionally. And I find sometimes that that to me just seems to be lacking. And I know I haven't read your book, but you said in your book, the teacher, children, timeless truths and uncertain times that you address this need of finding good character and, and life skills. Do you want to talk more about that? Sure. And, and a lot of it goes back to, you know, looking at my, my past when I was growing up and looking at today. I am not a psychologist. I am a 30-year certified emergency manager and a doctor of Christian theology, but I am really getting my direction in life to address the gaps that I see in society today. So, you know, looking at the past and looking at today. And in my book, teacher children, timeless truths, and uncertain times, I've addressed four areas. And those areas are character. Oh, and, and that really speaks to you. That's what you're talking about, is having good character in all the things that you do in life. And then um, I talk about life skills, which are things like decision making and money management and time management. We got glimpses of that when we were growing up, but there's nothing like that addressed today. And then uh, what I call foundational values are things like manners. They apply to everybody. And, we, you know, we just don't see manners like we had when we were growing up. And so in all of the teachings that I do, I find the aspect of manners to address, to tell families how to bring manners back in into their lives and how to teach them to their children. And being a doctor of Christian theology, I turn to biblical principles as, as well that I draw into all of this. But again, so much of it is really related to the very traditional, I'm from the Midwest as well, the Chicago area. And, and growing up, we had values that I just don't see today. And, you know, as you talk about teachers in the classroom, I remember when I was growing up in the, the 60, 50s and 60s in school, that, that the big thing for teachers was, you know, having to deal with spitballs and chewing gum. And you yeah. know, it was terrible if somebody was chewing gum in the classroom. And, you know, spitballs, some people might not know what that is, but it was just taking these little wads of paper and putting them in a straw and, 
you know, blowing him at the back of somebody's head and the teacher get all excited. Like, who did that? Because she knew something was up. But now look at what the problems are today in the classroom. It's, you know, children bringing in weapons and, you know, mm -hmm. all the bullying and all the, the problems that teachers face. It's such a different world. And there's a lot of gaps, but their hands are really tied on what they can teach to their classrooms. And I think there was a lot yeah. more latitude, you know, years ago when we were young. So it really falls on the family. So my mission is to bring these values into family life because it really is falling to the parents. And, you know, as life's gotten busier and schedules have gotten heavier, it's the type of thing that kind of gets pushed to the background a little bit. But I, I really like your your right principle. I can completely <laughs> identify with that. The one thing that I really liked, I watched the video and it was about where families sat down to have dinner together or just have conversations. And I think that is so important. I know growing up, we did. I have to laugh. Saturday night was bath night, but it was also wrestling because my dad loved to watch the wrestling. And then Sunday night was bonanza. You can, yes. you can, we can really date ourselves that way, but <laughs> yes. it was fun because it was family and you didn't have the pull. You didn't have the social media. You certainly didn't have zoom, which is what we're on now chatting. It was more constricted that you had to get along that way. And that is one thing that I tried to instill both my husband and I, when we had our kids as they got older, it wasn't so much that we hit the dinners together, but we tried to get together. And for breakfast, when the kids were little and we took them to daycare six weeks in, they had breakfast with us. Normally yeah. it was like instant oatmeal, something quick, but it was with us. And I watch my daughter now with my granddaughter and grandson, and I watch what she teaches them and I'm really happy about it <laughs> the only thing I'm not happy about is that she has a she works overnight she's a nurse and her husband's a teacher so their schedules it's really really hard to get together as a family which is one of the things I really appreciate about your video because to me that is so important to make that time and to have that conversation it's just if you have quality and conversations, then you make a quality in your connection. And that is so important to me. And, oh, I also found it fun. Your book, Captain Character. I have not seen that or read it, but it just sounded fun. It It is fun. It just uh, was an idea that came to me at a, at a conference. And uh, I realized that people people, children, children in the age group of middle school, maybe junior high, really didn't have positive things to read. Growing up, I read all the time. I was a reader and I'm just not seeing that. I didn't see it available for my grandchildren. So I created a superhero named Captain Character and he teaches character, you know, through, through his superhero adventures. And so I have two books in the series so far, they're available on my website, but I created it also for parents in mind. So on my 
Captain Character website, and there's links on my regular site to that one, uh, or you could go to captain-character.com. Under resources, there's a, a parent guide. So it guides them on questions and having discussions, just like you saw in the video on my website, mm -hmm. to guide them to have these discussions. So one of the, the character traits is respect. So yep. it guides the parents on how they can have that dialogue with their children about respect or finding out that they are seeing the opposite of that, such as like bullying and things like that. So, you know, my heart is really just to try to help parents have resources that they need to fill in these gaps. And they might not even realize they have these gaps like you and I do because we've seen what yeah. it was like growing up and we see what it's now, but hopefully these things are intriguing enough to, to families to want to bring them together because they don't have that family discussion time by having dinners together, like, like when we were younger. Yeah. I think that's really true. This, I think it starts with respect because parents need to realize, and well, everyone needs to realize little people are watching. I don't even call them kids. They're little people because they yeah. are going to grow up to be big people. And what we say and do, they emulate, they follow it. I find it interesting. My granddaughter's three and her little brother is one. And just to watch him to try and constantly do what she's doing and catch up, it reminds me of my son and daughter because my son is two and a half years older than my daughter. And she was always pushing the envelope because she wanted to be doing everything that he could. And with that, people really need to realize how they treat each other with respect because if they respect themselves and then they respect others, they give that person value and they also bring value to themselves. And I think people really, really, really need to think about that. And I think your captain character brings that in that, you know, there are ways that you do things, ways you don't. Yes. And it, it just it just ripples all the way out. I know there's that all little thing about the little stone that gets thrown in the pond and how it ripples out. What you do really ripples out and touches so many more people. So that's what I, I was really happy when I read through everything. And I'm like, oh, we are so much in line. <laughs> we are, we are. And as you talk about children being imitators, they are. And so I have an upcoming episode on my podcast called Timeless Truths uh, that is called Be the Example. And that's what I focus mm -hmm. on is how children follow their parents and grandparents and the adults in their lives and the importance of being the right person in front of them because they will yeah. imitate it. Oh, absolutely. They just, they're these little sponges yes. and they pick up everything. I'm always worried about the language and the thought process. I'm, I'm not going to go into language because some people say it doesn't really matter, but I think it really does. It's just important because to me, the best language is that of being kind. Yes. And I love it when my granddaughter, my daughter has taught her so well, daughter and has her husband 
have taught her so well that it's please, thank you, no thank you. That was a hard one for her to understand when she was a little, but she's only three. So (laughs) I give her grace. That's good. Um, But, you know, they're not, they also understand the timeout chair. And, you know, it, it hurts their feelings one night she, or one day she wouldn't go to bed because we'd take care of them during the day. And she had little animals that she was talking to. So I took the animals away and I said, you are the reason why I'm taking them away. And they are going into timeout for three minutes. You would have thought I had put those little characters in timeout for three days. (laughs) At the end of three minutes, I took them back in and she had her head buried. She was not going to get up or even show that she was awake. I knew she was awake, but the point of learning and sticking to your guns of what should be done, what is accepted. And to me, disrespect is not accepted, not acceptable at all. And trying to be aware because like you, your dad influenced you. My dad really influenced me the most because being raised in the great depression had absolutely nothing. And he went on to achieve one of his dreams and his big dream was to own a car dealership and watching him work so hard and be grateful for anything that he got. And then when it went under, he lost it during the farmer strike. He just kept working to pay off all the bills. And the winter before he passed, he told me at Christmas time, he was so excited, he paid off everything. And I think as opposed to today where you have so many people that say, I'll just declare bankruptcy. I'm like, that wasn't done. That was that was horrible when we were growing up to have something like that happen. And I know times have changed, but I really think going back to those foundational values are so important. And I really like what you're doing. I, I love all that, that you're... You have your captain character. And also you have actually six books out and you've been guests on different podcasts. I think reading from your website, you have, you've been a guest several different places. Yeah, about 30 of them so far. And that's what led me to want to do one of my own because uh, (laughs) I, I had never, you know, thought of podcasting and then I became guests and I liked it. And that's what drew me into taking the message I have and putting it out on podcasts. It was not what I intended, but it's where I, where I am. And I believe it's the platform that I have just like you for getting the message out for good values and how important that really is today. And what's nice is we don't have to travel. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. That, that is one of the best things. And I also saw where you offer a course I from do. your website. I do have an online course. I am, uh, uh, it's, it's an eight module course that I am actually reworking slightly uh, so that it's a little bit more affordable for everyone, but it's how to teach character traits and life skills. So it's a step-by-step process where there's a video each week, and then there is a 
worksheet that the parents can have throughout the week. So once they get through four character traits and four life skills, it sets a pattern for them. So they can look at other character traits their family needs to work on or other life skills. And in my book, I've got appendices that have a lot of listings of character traits and life skills. So there's a lot that they can choose from, but just help getting them on that pathway to learn how to do that. Because that's something that really isn't taught to, to families today, yeah. how to do this. But it's our age group that are the ones that need to come forward, just like you're doing, just like I'm doing. Mm -hmm. We're the ones who need to explain that to the parents of today and show them what to do and point them in the right direction. And it's kind of cool that we're both on that same pathway. <laughs> well, and I think it's interesting too, when you talk about life skills, the schools have really taken many of those out because it used to be, you probably took home ec, I know I did. Yes. Yes. I was in 4-H. Uh, that's where I really learned to sew. It wasn't that. And not even that I enjoy sewing anymore. I, I can. I don't enjoy it as much. But at least I have that skill that I can. I know my daughter finished her high school. They actually had a course that was on life skills. Those kids graduated from that high school. And they had to be able to at least be able to hold a clerical job which I thought was phenomenal. And I wish more schools would do things like that. When we were growing up, the trades were really important. Not everyone went to college. And I really don't think college is meant for everyone. I mean, I'm a college grad, both my brothers are. But at the same time, it's not for everybody because we are in such short supply of, of really the trades, the plumbers, the carpenters and everything. And so I think learning those life skills are so important and then how to communicate with people and understand, put your, walk in their shoes. And I think one of the, the people that always impressed me is Joel Manby. He wrote the book, Love Works. And I saw him when I was at an international convention, he spoke and it was so heartwarming. He was also an undercover boss and he gave money to one of his employees because he said, I remember that's how I grew up. And it was so powerful that he was able to remember back. I mean, I'm sure he's very well to do now, but the fact that he gave back, and I think that's something that you and I both, by working these platforms and wanting to get out the message, we're trying to give back to our community the best way we can. And I really want to see that more. And I know times are really hard for people that are younger because of the interest rates and trying to find a home. I've heard that so many times, but it was for our dads too, our dads and moms. It was just different. It was still hard. It was just different. It, and I it, think I never heard my dad complain as much as some of the people I hear now. <laughs> you can agree or disagree? I I think I agree with you. You know, our, our dads grew up in the Great Depression. You know, our parents, they lived through that in order to be the age for World War II veterans. They had to go through that. And I think that strengthened them in such a way to live through 
everything they did in uh, World War II. And that's actually the next book that I'm working on. It's, it ties to all of this, but my next book title is called What the Greatest Generation Knew That We Don't. So it's, oh, I it's, like that. It, <laughs> it ties to all the things that we're talking about here is seeing the things that we've seen. It's really our generation that can do the looking back and see how it should be and then make mm -hmm. the comparison to how it is and try to get that message right. Thank you for being a guest on my podcast. The guest again has been Dr. Christine Van Horn, and she has her own podcast, Timeless Truths. And you can always find her on the web at drchris.co, so drchris.co. Just enjoy and, and learn from Dr. Chris. I mean, there's a lot of things on there that you can learn for free and you can take her course. I'm sure it's outstanding. Get that foundation back into your family where you talk and communicate and build a better future. Oh, thank you, Mary. And thank you for having me on your show. And I'm looking forward to future discussions we have together because we are very like-minded and uh, we can have a synergistic effect by uh, both of us being on that same pathway. Thank you for joining me on this journey of self-reflection and growth. Remember the power of right, R-I-G-H-T. Respect, integrity, gratitude, hope, and transformation, and how these five values can make a positive impact on you and the lives of others. Until next time, I'm Marian Gramlich, encouraging you to make your message right. Please subscribe, rate, and review.